Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the latest edition of Sports Talk with myself. This is episode 104 on this wonderful Wednesday, January the 11th, 2023. Thank you guys for joining me. Should be another great episode today. Um, not so much in the sports world this past week. Uh, we will recap the final week of the NFL season, head into the postseason. Keys to victory, key matchups, and of course, who I'm picking to win a wild card weekend. One thing I didn't like about the wild card game, game, some some of you guys probably know, but I would definitely know. It's just only one thing I didn't like about the NFL doing for this super wild card weekend. I will let you guys know a little later on in the show. College football national championship game. What a game we probably thought we was going to see, but we didn't see nothing like that. We will recap that. And who's favorite to win um, next year's championship um, in Houston? We will definitely give you the odds um, of that. And, of course, best and worst of the week, this dance sports history, NBA action, NHL action, and the Brooklyn Nets is will we'll be without Kevin Durant for the next month. How well would they do? I don't know. They've been on a high streak, and um, it seemed like they, it, every year. I will get into that a little later. But we have to start off with the final week of the NFL. And what way fitting than to start out where every one eyes was focused on this entire week is which is in Buffalo with the Buffalo um, Bills with the Demar Hammond situation. He is now released from the hospital. Um, a tremendous story, an inspirational story. Now, I'm sure majority of the American people is rooting for Buffalo to win the Super Bowl. I had them win the Super Bowl in my um, beginning of the season. I'm kind of in between still, even though tragedy sometimes can uplift a team. Um, but Buffalo... Defeat the Patriots. Patriots had the win. Um, they started off their game um, pretty hot, New, um, New England Patriots. But, man, the best way to start off a game and emotion, and that emotional magnitude that was with a kick return from Hines. Now, when Hines, when he was traded from the Colts, I kind of knew. I, I promise you, not kind of knew. I, I knew they can do something with that backfield. Now they have Hines on the kick return team. He returned two kick returns for touchdowns. The emotional magnitude of the feel of the game. You just knew that there's no way New England was winning that game. Josh Allen, 19 of 31, 254 yards, three touchdowns, continuously turned the ball over in the red zone. I believe this is he lead the NFL with red zone, um, red zone turnovers. Matt Jones can do what he can do. 26 of 40, 243 yards, three touchdowns, three interceptions. Costly interception. Stephon Diggs, 7, um, 19, 104 yards, one touchdown for the Buffalo Bills. This game was just, it was like I said, there was no way Buffalo was losing this game. No way. It was just the emotional all-in-air. The fans were so supportive, man. It was just an emotional moment for 
the Mar family and everything. Now, what a, what a great story, man. What a great story. And we had um, to Jacksonville Thursday night, last Thursday night. The Jacksonville Jaguars cleanse the division, also a playoff berth, as they defeat the Tennessee Titans. 20 to 16. Trevor Lawrence had a decent game. Offense couldn't really do much, but he did complete 20 of 32, 212 yards through the air and one touchdowns. Dobbs of the Titans. Only been out two weeks. Decent game. 20 of 29, 179 yards. One touchdown, one interception, one mistake. One thing that they did mess up. Tennessee Titans, when you're driving down the field and you had a fourth situation, you had a fourth and long situation. You don't dump the ball off. And I don't know who called that idiotic play, but let me tell you. It cost them their season. It really did. To lose six straight. And that and lose to lose six straight in that division. I'm 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 still surprised it ain't been no firing going on in Tennessee. But Tennessee they will bounce back next year. I don't know what they roster look like. All I can tell you is Dobbs is a decent quarterback, but he ain't ready. Ryan Tannehill, he ain't it. And I've I've said this numerous of times over the last course of a year and a half. Ryan Tannehill is not it. Kansas City Chiefs, another game was played on Thursday, early Thursday evening. Kansas City Chiefs went to Las Vegas to close their season out. Well, they clinched the number one seed, but it is some kind of fault to that, I guess bad to that, because if they do play Buffalo, they're not going to be playing the Kansas City. So, fair, unfair, who cares? It just is what it is. Patrick Mahomes, 18-24, 202 yards, one touchdowns. I believe right now, there's no doubt about it, he's the MVP. It just it just is what it is. Justin Hurt, um, Jalen Hurts haven't played the last two three weeks. Patrick Mahomes playing every play every game this season. MVP. It's just it's just that easy. Um, State um, Stanham of the Raiders, twenty two of thirty six, two hundred and nineteen yards, one touchdown, one interception. Now I don't know what the Raiders, I don't know what the Raiders are going to do at the QB situation. They benched Derek Carr the final two games. It's being rumored that Tom Brady could be on his way there, which is a big possibility. Him and the head coach have long history, good and bad. So it's a big possibility Las Vegas Raiders could potentially land Tom Brady. Would that lead Derek Carr? Derek Carr, only option to me personally is the New York Jets because that's a young team and he's a decent quarterback. If he's going to another team, I can't see him really going nowhere else. Tennessee, mm, that's a long shot. Houston, no. Um, any Indianapolis, big no. The only promising landing spot for Carr is the New York Jets. The Buffalo Raiders, I mean, um, the Buffalo uh, Ravens, went to Cincinnati and got smacked in the mouth. Um, 27 to 16. Joe Burrow. And, and what I what I must say about the the, the um, Cincinnati Bengals is this this time last year they was playing the same good football and they landed them in the Super Bowl. 
25-42 for um, Joe Burrow, 215 yards. Um, one touchdown, Jamar Chase, 8 yards. He did have a touchdown, 86 yards on and through the air. Alex Anthony Brown of the Baltimore Ravens, I've never heard of this guy whatsoever. 19 of 44, 286 yards, two, two interceptions. The Baltimore Ravens absolutely had a chance to win this game. And, and that's the one killer in every game when you have an unexperienced quarterback playing in a hostile environment like that. Do not. You cannot turn the ball over. You just can't. And once you going up, especially on the road, especially with the top one of the top teams in the NFC, I mean AFC, probably the NFL, you do not turn the ball over. And luckily, Baltimore did that. And badly, they have to play them again this weekend in the wild card game. And I will tell you who I'm picking. It's not. A, it's, it's 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 no. You should know who I'm picking. The Detroit Lions, with nothing to play for, eliminated the Green Bay Packers from playoff contention. A game where I was watching from fir- from from every minute, every second I saw. Aaron Rodgers looked like somebody else. Jared Goff didn't even play a decent game. It was more of the defense, but he completed 23 of 34, 224 yards. Aaron Rodgers, 17 of 25, 205 yards, one touchdown, one interception. The interception came at a, a, in a way of basically just, you know, hoping for a miracle. Threw the ball straight to him. Um, but Green Bay, they finally is no, not they finally um, eliminated from playoff, and we won't see them no more. Until September. That's good for some people, but that's not good for the um for the organization. Now, one thing I did see, it was sad to see Aaron Rodgers and uh, Randall um, Cobb walking off. Basically, they finally ruha walk off into the sunset. Man, I won't be surprised if both of them retire. Because Aaron Rodgers, honestly, can we can we be honest for a second? What have he done in the last five, six years? Nothing but, what, two MVPs? Yeah, that's, that's good. But every year, he's either divisional, championship game. No, we haven't seen the Super Bowl in, what, over, what, 10, 10 plus years? Mm. I don't know what to say if you're Green Bay Packers fan. Can you say this is the... Um, uh, ending. The Los Angeles Rams lose to the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle. Another surprise here. Even the game wasn't even competitive to me. Geno Smith, 19 of 31, 213 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Incredible. He didn't have a decent game, a good game, but he have had one of the best seasons I've seen in the last probably five years of a quarterback everyone wrote off. I promise you, I didn't even know he was still playing or still was a, 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 a on an active roster. That's how he has been in the shadows 
of other quarterbacks. Baker Mayfield, 30 of 26, 147 yards, one interception. Mm. The big story of this of this team, the LA Rams, we know how horrible they are as Super Bowl champions. That is that is a mess. And you had two situations that occurred this week. Mavey is unconcerned, uncertain about his future as a head coach as a Rams. And you have Matthew Stafford saying he retired. I honestly believe he retired because he just, I honestly, I honestly don't know why. But if you want my personal opinion about Matthew Stafford retiring, it was basically saying like, you know what? I don't think I could be that best quarterback no more. And I, I, I promise you, I really still, I really still believe, not still believe, I believe he still have at least two a good, two or three good years in him. And he just give it up just like that. Unfortunate. Can you say Hall of Famer? Some say maybe. I say no. New York Giants with nothing to play for. They of course um, they played their backups. Had a decent game against the Philadelphia um, Eagles. They were playing for something. The number one seed and, of course, the divisional crown, which they took care of. They're 22 to 16. Jalen Hurts, 20 of 35, 229 yards, one interception. Anthony Brown, um, A.J. Brown, 4 of 95. Um, AJ Brown, four of nineteen, um, four, um, four reception, ninety-five yards, mediocre game. Um, Davis Webb, twenty-three of forty, hundred and sixty-eight yards, one touchdown. Like I said, New York Giants didn't have much to play for. Um, we know they see the, in the playoff. Um, they did give the Eagles a competitive game. The Arizona Cardinals, thirteen to San Francisco, thirty-eight. Arizona. I promise you, man, as much as good as the show, Hard Knocks midseason with the Arizona Cardinals, as good as it is, man, they have had a horrible season, man, a horrible season. Fire the coach, GM stepped down, in, a, in, the, um, in the process of trying to trade DeAndre Hopkins, because I'm sure he he won out. Kyler Murray coming off a torn ACL um, going into next year. And you have one of the greatest, probably top five defensive uh, players in J.J. Watt play his final game, emotional moment, very emotional moment. He did get a sack. Um, Brock, Brock Purdy, 15 of 30, 20, 178 yards, three touchdowns. The, um, David um, Blow, Blau, 14 of 1,880 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. And this game did me absolutely nothing for San Francisco. They just they just show that they are a team that's going to be hard to beat. A team that's going to be hard to beat in the postseason. They do got the second round seed, and they do host, um, I believe, Seattle. And I will, like I said, I'll pick them games a little later on in the show. Dallas Cowboys. Go to the Washington Commander's house and get smacked all over the field. 26 to 6. Not only was that bad, but they lost to a third string quarterback. 
a third-string quarterback. Sam Howell. 11 to 1969 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Dak Prescott have had a bad season. I've 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 seen this, and they said he had thrown interception in the last what six or seven games. 14 to 3728 yards, one touchdown, and of course a interception. They are in trouble. I, I honestly, honestly don't know. I honestly can tell you this: it don't matter what they do this season. I know they're not going Super Bowl. But, man, they are in trouble when it comes to the head coach, the quarterback. They got Z contract. They, they probably have probably the most issues when it comes to building a team on the field to win because they don't have a number one. C.D. Lamb is a good receiver, but he ain't the number one. Let's be honest. You have Tony Pollard. If Dallas don't want to pay him, if Dallas don't want to pay him, Somebody going to pay him. Um, but this this game was Dallas was playing for. I don't even see why they was playing. Playing for number one seed. Yeah, we know anything happened in the NFL, but let's be realistic. There was no way San Francisco was going to lose to the Cardinals, and there was no way the Giants was going to beat the Eagles with, with they backup with they backups. It just wasn't going to happen. So Dallas could potentially win into this game playing eight backups. I don't know why they didn't, and no one talking about it. Like, you already locked up who you're going to play. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Los Angeles Car- um, Chargers did. So they coach Brandon Staley. Do you understand? I I I I love I love Justin Herbert. I love Mike Williams, who's injured, by the way. Thanks to being in the court, being in the game when you had no reason to play. Thanks to the coach. The coach, Brandon Staley, is probably the worst coach in the playoff right now. And his team is lucky, to me, honestly. Because he's supposed to be fired. And if you ask me, if you give me position, if you get me, if I'm a GM for a day or a week, LA Chargers, that's my first, uh, that's my first job at hand is to get rid of him because he is horrible as a coach. They lose to the Denver Broncos overtime, thirty-one to twenty-eight. Russell Wilson probably played one of his best games the last game of the season. 13-24, 283 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Latavius Murray, dog, 15 on the ground, 103 yards. 15 carries, 103 yards on the ground, one touchdown. Justin Herbert, 25-37, yards, two touchdowns. Decent. But again, we go to the reason why. Why is the starters playing when you know Cleveland already beat Baltimore? I don't, I don't get it. It's not even the fact that he let them play. Two big things he did. He left his players in the game, fourth quarter, second half, whatever, second half, Mike Williams injured. Now, the possibilities of him playing as me recording this, we don't know. But it's more likely he won't. Secondly, you go for two on the two-point conversion to force overtime. You get it. 
So you basically putting your players at more risk to get injured in overtime. The dude is a horrible coach. A horrible coach. I would get rid of him no matter if he, I don't care if he make the Super Bowl. I don't care if he win the Super Bowl. No, win the Super Bowl is different. I, we know, but let's be honest. He's not against the Super Bowl. I will fire him the day he lose before he even exit the building. Because it's a man out here named Sean Payton that who already made it very clear he wants to coach again. And won't it be nice? See, nobody mentioned this, but I'm going to mention it. Won't it be nice for him to coach a team where he took a player they gave up on in Drew Brees and make them a contender? And so, what if Sean Payton went over to the L.A. Chargers and made the L.A. Chargers a Super Bowl contender team. Won't that be nice? I believe it could happen. I don't know if it will or not. But I tell you what, the first objective for that to happen is to the Chargers to fire Brandon Staley. Minnesota Vikings defeat the Chicago Bears 29-13. Absolutely nothing to play for. Um, Kirk Cousins had an okay game. 17 to 20, 205 yards, one touchdown. Justin Fields didn't play. Thank God. And Nate Peterman, 11 of 1914 yards, one touchdown. That's not even important of the game. The game is trash. It was horrible. But let's get to the Bills in this first round pick situation. The Indianapolis Colts lose to the um, Houston Texans 32 to 31. Bam. We we know that, right? Crazy thing about it was Houston had the first overall pick. They converted on 4 for 20 and went for 2 to win the game. So basically, the Houston ownership in the front office, they wanted the first round pick, so they fired Lovey Smith. That's not even something we all didn't expect. Because honestly, and I'm going to get to the Bears situation, like I said, with the number one pick. It's not even the fact that Lovely got fired. It's the fact that you fired him with nothing to work with. First off, you don't, you, what did you expect? Let's be clear. Can you honestly say you expected the Houston Texans to win five more games? No. They're in a horrible division, and they just suck. They have no good quarterback, and they have no good. They have. They are a very competitive team, but they have no talent on that team. Thank God they won what three or four games. Cause at some point, I didn't expect them to even win a game. That's number one. Now. Them losing that game gave the Bell Chicago the first round pick. Now, everyone is talking about the first round pick. What do you do? I'll tell you what, and I'm going to say this, and I'm not going to say it no more. 
if the Bears trade Justin Fields for their number one pick and everything at the access with it, the um uh, uh collection of things, picks and other stuff, they are absolutely doing the fans wrong and their players wrong. You do not trade a quarterback of his stature. And everybody have their opinion. You trade them for picks and whatever. I don't care about that. See, this year is very important for this organization, knowing that they about to move to Arlington Heights at some point in the next year, coming years, with the new stadium. The Bears haven't had the number one pick since almost, I believe, 1945. Better yet, no, sadly, they have lost 10 straight games, which is a franchise record. Bears, the Chicago Bears own, they are in control of this NFL draft this season. They have complete control. And thank God that the GM said it before anyone um, went to, um, had a field day with the trading of it. He didn't say Justin Fields of our quarterback, which is something he needs to be saying in a couple days. But he basically saying that, you know, trading him would be a mind-blown decision. Which would be a stupid decision if you ask me. You don't build up that quarterback. You don't have. You don't let him have that hell of a season for nothing. And I'm gonna tell you this right now. If whenever his contract comes up to one, he want to he, give him what he want. He have the talent to be top ten easy. But if you build around him properly, The Chicago Bears could be a potential Super Bowl 10 to team within three or four years from now. I guarantee you. End of that conversation. Carolina Panthers beat the New Orleans Saints 10 to 7. Who cares? The game was so trash. The New Orleans Saints scored the first down in the first quarter and didn't even taste the, the nothing after that. That's how bad of a game it was. Sam Darnison, 5 of 15, 43 yards, two interceptions. If you, if I'm the owner of the New Orleans Saints, I'm refunding every fan that came to see that boring game. Andy Dow, 15 to 25, yards, one touchdown. Camaro, 23 on, uh, carries on the ground, 107 yards, rushing. I believe this could be Andy Dow's final season as a quarterback, period. Backup, third string, I don't care. He is absolutely horrible. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers lose to the Atlanta Falcons. Tom Brady, probably Tom Brady's worst season ever as a professional athlete. 13-7, yards, one touchdown. Uh, Ritter of the Atlanta Falcons, 19-30, 224 yards, two touchdowns. These both teams, it's, 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 it's bad when you have two horrible divisions in different conferences. Cause it really makes at least one or two too strong to for that third that 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 division that's terrible even have a chance to compete. 
And the Atlanta Falcons, they had an okay season. I'm not going to say they had a bad season. They had an okay season. No one really expected them to even be nowhere where they at. But kudos. Um, the New York Jets lose 6-11. With nothing to play for New York, the Miami. The Miami. Um, the Miami um, Dolphins. 11-6 over the Jets with them winning and Pittsburgh losing. Miami is in the playoff, but it won't be a good it won't be a good game come Saturday. I'll be come next weekend when they play the Dolphins and Tua's already ruled out. Um Thompson, 20 of 31, 152 yards. Um Joe um Joe Flacco, 18 of 33, 149 yards. No one really cared about this game, honestly. No one really cared. And the Miami Dolphins will get dominated this weekend. Spoiler alert. They will get dominated. Let's go to best. Let's go to this day of sports history. In 1987, the AFC Championship Cleveland Stadium. The Denver Broncos defeat the Cleveland Browns 23-20 in an overtime victory. In 1990, Bobby Knight becomes college basketball winner's coach with 229 victories. In 1999, Marty Scheinheimer resigns as the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. And finally, in 2021, College Football National Championship Hard Rock Stadium, Miami Gardens, Florida, the number one Alabama Crimson Tide defeat the Ohio State Buckeyes 52 to 24. That was this day in sports history. Ladies and gentlemen, that was this day in sports history. NHL action last night. The Columbus Blue Jackets lose to the Tampa Bay Lightning 6 to 3. The Winnipeg Jets lose to the Detroit Red Wings seven to five. Seattle Kraken take care of the Buffalo Sabers four to three. The New York Rangers win in a shootout two um, final score four to three in a shootout. They won two to one. Pittsburgh Penguins take care of the Vancouver Canucks five to four. The New Jersey Devils continuously dominate the East. They took care of the Carolina Hurricane five to three. Dallas winning OT. Um, final, um, final game, final two to one OT. They went one of zero. The oh, excuse me. The St. Louis Blues take care of the Calgary Flames four to three. San Jose Sharks beat the Phoenix Coyote and the Florida Panthers take care of the champs. Carol, um, five to four over the Colorado Avalanche. Tonight's NHL games: Washington Capitals and Pittsburgh. We renew their rivalry. Um, Nashville and Toronto Blue um, Maple Leafs. Um, Edmonton Oilers travel to California to play Anaheim Ducks, and San Jose uh, travel to LA to play the LA Kings. Thursday night games: Vancouver and Tampa Bay. Um, Seattle and Cranklin and the Boston Bruins should be a tremendous game. Nashville, the Montreal Canadiens. Dallas Stars are visit the New York Rangers. Um, the Carolina Hurricane travel to Columbus to play the Blue Jackets. Toronto is in Detroit for fight the Red Wings. 
Uh, the Winnipeg Jets and Buffalo Sabres, the Minnesota Wild and the New York Islanders, Calvary Flame and the St. Louis Blues, and the Chaps visit the United Center to play the Blackhawks. Oak, um, Ottawa Senators travel to Arizona to play the Phoenix Coyotes, and the Florida Panthers are in Las Vegas to play the Golden Knights. College football national championship game last Monday night. <clears throat> what a domination. What a dominating game we seen from Georgia. This this game was just out of control. I couldn't believe it, honestly. I kind of honestly felt this game would be a little bit more competitive, at least more competitive. Because 65-7 to 7 is not a game to me. The game was over before halftime, 38-7. After that, 48 to 0 for the third for the second and the second quarter in the second half for the Georgia Bulldogs. The game was so dominant that they out they out they out um they out um they had the most yards I believe in the last couple of years of national championship. This stat is mostly embarrassing. 589 total yards for Georgia Bulldogs and only only 188 for the TCU um, Horned Frogs. Can you say annihilation? This game, and, 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 um, 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 Tyson Bennett, whatever his name is, Bennett, I didn't even know he was 25 years old. The dude seemed like he'd been playing in Georgia for at least the last 10 years. Or at least um, five or six years. They, I believe it said he's eligible to return for another season at Georgia Bulldogs. It was just so many um, funny moments from him, his age. Mad Dog himself said he older than his dad. Which is, was, was, which is a joke. And some people should take it as just that. But the Bulldogs dominated this game, I promise you. Once I saw the first quarter, once Georgia scored that first touchdown, you kind of knew TCU was in for a long night. It was just, they just shredded them. And Georgia did not stop scoring. <laughs> It was just it totally embarrassing. They missed one one um, PTA, well PAT. And that's it. Um, now, who's favorite to win next year national championship games? And of course, this one thing I don't like about the the um, whoever putting these together, the odd, and that's and that's very fair. That's fair. Georgia is favorite. Plus two fifty. This next year odds is in, going to be in Houston, Texas. So I don't. Me personally, I think a Texas team have to be in the playoff next year to make this interesting. Uh, because Georgia, they always find a way. I don't know what it is. Every time Georgia play in the the um um the Georgia not the Georgia Dome the Mercedes Benz Dome in Atlanta. They found a way to win. <laughs> the SEC championship. They won. It seemed the Peach Bowl. 
They won in Georgia. And guess where the, the, the um, Cotton Football Champs are going to be in, well, I think two years, two, three years? In Georgia. You just cannot make this up. You cannot make stuff up. You cannot make this stuff up. Georgia favorite, 250. Ohio State next, 400. Then Alabama, 425. Michigan, 750. Michigan, by the way, um, Harbaugh is staying because I don't know what else you can do, sir. 750 Michigan. Clemson, 1200. USC, 1200. Texas, they shouldn't be nowhere near this. I'm sorry. 1700. And LSU, two, um, 2000. Now, even though Georgia favorite, I personally, I personally don't believe that they will win championship next year. I, that's just my personal belief. I tell you two teams, and it's not tough to it's not tough to figure it out. The Alabama Crimson Tide will come back, but if you ask me, this is who I'm picking next year. I'm picking a team that barely. That damn near beat the Georgia Bulldogs in the semifinals of the college football playoff. I am picking the Ohio State Buck- Buckeyes. I am. Um, over to the NBA. Last night we seen some decent games. Detroit um, Pistons, horrible, horrible team. Lose by thirty one. Against the Philadelphia 76, Joel Embiid, 36-11. No one is worth mention of from Detroit as far as points. Because they are horrible as a franchise. Horrible as a unit. The Oklahoma City Thunder came to play last night against the Miami Heat, but they came up short in the final seconds of their game. Jimmy Butler, man. First, um, Sean, um, um, Shea Alexander is a dog. He do deserve the all-star vote. 26 points, losing effort. But Jimmy Butler won that game himself. 35 points. And he did make NBA history with a um, 40 for 40 of the free throws. He have hit 40 consecutive free throws, which is a NBA record. Tremendous game. Tremendous game. Um, the Charlotte Hornets. Lose to Toronto, 132-120, to but Terry O'Rosier, 33 points in losing effort, and Pal Siakam, Pascal Siakam, 28 points to lead the Toronto Raptors. The Orlando Magic, take care of Portland. Man, they have they been on a um, streak lately. 109 or 106 over the Portland Trailblazers. Franz um, Wagner, 29 points and a winning effort. Dame Litter did what he did, 30 points. Now, I, I mean, talk about this. I have to discuss this once and for all. Damian Litter, man, me and my buddy was talking about this. And we was talking about the money over winning. And it seemed like not women winning. Damian Litter. Man, if I'm him, I'm saying I had enough of this. It's only so much you could take money. It's only so much you could take for a team that don't believe in you. 
They but I, I I can't even say that. They believe in him. But they believe in him, but they damn sure ain't trying to build around him. That's for sure. That's my a point. If I'm him, I'm, I'm saying I'm gone. This this probably could be the last year. The last year, I would put up with it. Like me personally, I probably would have been gone. Anybody else probably would have been gone two, three years ago. That bubble year was a good year. You had everything you had. You had Melo. You had a good team. You had um, Gary Trent Jr. A good team. But you, you, he's not going to win with the Portland Trailblazers. And I believe I would get out of there if I was him. But that's just that's him. That's his own personal decision. The Dallas Mavericks uh, came up short against the L.A. Clippers 113-101. The um, Luka Doncic continuously to just scorch people. 43 points and 11 rebounds. Um, Kawhi Leonard, 33 points in a, um, to lead the Clippers over the Mavericks. Now, let me tell you something. Luka Doncic, and, I, and everybody talking about this LeBron passing Kareem. And we not understanding that we have at least two scores right now that could potentially pass him at some point in their career. Number one, that's Luka. Luka Doncic will at some point pass whoever have the scoring title. Because the way he's scoring, and he only 21, 22, he have at least 15 years in him. So just imagine if Luka play the same amount of years that he wanted to play with fellow like LeBron, that's, that record probably will be unreachable at some point. Just like Steph Curry, three-point would be unreachable. The Cleveland Cavaliers, Donovan Mitchell returned to um, Utah for the first time, and they lose by two points. Donovan Mitchell continuously to have a tremendous game, 46 points um, in the losing effort. Um, Jordan Clarkson, 32 points as the Utah Jazz take care of Cleveland. Um, and the Phoenix Suns, without Booker, without Paul, Without Johnson, Cam Johnson, who without Crowder, who's who's looking to be traded still. Without DeAndre Aiden, they beat the Golden State Warriors and Steph Curry return tonight. Can you believe it? The uh, Malik Bridges, a dog, straight dog, twenty six points, nine rebounds, and uh, for his team, um, Clay Thompson, twenty nine points. Um, Steph Curry had 24 points last game since he played was December 14th. First game of the year he played this year. They lose to the Phoenix Suns. Tonight's NBA action should be tremendous. Chicago Bulls visit the Washington Wizards, Minnesota Timberwolves, and Detroit Pistons. The New Orleans Pelicans and Boston Celtics. What a game. What a game. The Indiana Pacers and the New York Knicks, the Milwaukee Bucks travel to Atlanta. Tribute tremendous matchup. San Antonio Spurs and the Memphis Grizzlies. The Houston and the Sacramento Kings. And Phoenix Suns travel to Denver to play the Nuggets. Tomorrow night NBA action. OKC visit Philly. Um, Charlotte Hornets visit Toronto again. The Boston's in Brooklyn. No, I can't miss. I'm not missing that game. The Miami, um, the, the Miami Heat host the Milwaukee Bucks and the Cleveland Cavaliers travel to Portland. Dallas and the L.A. Lakers. Now, the Brooklyn Nets will be without KD. 
Now let me tell you what this means for the Brooklyn Nets. That it all will rely on Kyrie Irving. Who's having a tremendous season? I, I cannot say nothing but good things about the season he is having. And, of course, being um, Simmons, he's getting there. He's getting there. But Katie will be out for at least a month. And this is really tough, especially. Now they the third or fourth best um, team win-losing ratio in the Eastern Conference. This could be a downfall for that year. This really could. Now, he will be evaluated after two weeks, and if it's looking good, then they might just, mm, because let's be, let's, let's, let, we all know the All-Stars are coming up. That's a tremendous break. And Brooklyn have no, um, have no space, have no, they have no time for errors. So, this will definitely be a challenge to the Brooklyn Nets. And finally, my NFL wild card weekend, super wild card weekends. Let me address some issues. Not issues, the issue. NFL. This is just so. And, 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 and I, I, just, I just have a hard time understanding why. When we say super wild card weekend, we understand the, the importance of it. But the NFL term, I don't think they understand. Never in my life will I ever will feel a, a, wild, a playoff game should be played on a Monday. I'm not a fan of that. They did it last year, and it was trash. Then they're going to come back and do it again. It's good. This is what blows me, and they did it twice this year. NFL on Christmas and Christmas Eve, they play majority of their games on Saturday and majority of their games on Sunday, and some on Sunday. And, of course, they did their Monday night. Monday nights to be for the season only, not for playoff. What, what, why would you have two games on Saturday, three on Sunday, and then one on Monday? That makes absolutely no sense to me. You can just have three on Saturday and three on Sunday. This is what really pissed me off. It's common sense. It's common sense. I don't get it. Why do you feel you have to put a game on a Monday night? Why? 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 I, I, I may be, you know, it may be small thing to, for, you know, you guys, but I, I just don't like that. I just don't. I like sometimes I like to keep the tradition of having playoff games play on the week. It's called Wild Card Weekend for a reason. Because you never know what you, you never know what can happen Wild Card Weekend. Speaking of what happening, what's going to happen, Seattle Seahawks and the San Francisco 49ers, of course, they just their third time playing the season. Um... This is the playoff, so I'm going to be fair. Key matchups, of course, Geno Smith, San Francisco defense. That's a big key matchup. 
Geno Smith, he cannot, and they keys to victory for the Seattle Seahawks. They cannot, under no circumstance, zero turnovers, even to have a chance to win. The San Francisco, the San Francisco keys to victory is to annihilate the San, the Seahawks defense because they can block. No, not block. They cannot. Um, they are horrible against the run. And who's their backfield running back? Chris McCarthy. And you have Debo Samuel. If he, I don't know if he's clear to play or not, but you have two playmakers, and you have Brandon Ayuk, who's had a tremendous season. The key matchup I'm watching for is, of course. Debo Samuel gets the secondary if he do play. If he do play, that secondary, because he will shred them. Now, who I got winning? It's going to be all fair square. I have the Sam score 49ers win. I don't think they lose this game whatsoever. It could get close, but it it it'd probably be close for the 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 um, reason of a playoff game. But I don't see um, Seahawks doing much on offense too. Um, beat the San Francisco 49ers. So I'm going to go with the San Francisco 49ers. The LA Chargers, they keys to victory. It's not to turn the ball over, not to make the idiotic, um, idiotic calls or plays. Play with discipline on defense and offense, please. Um, Mike Williams is not playing. So Austin Egler might get him, have to get more touches. I don't know. But I know Justin Herbert going to have a tremendous game. Keys to victory for Jacksonville defense? Of course. You have to force turnovers. You have to. You have to put the Chargers in uh, a no a lose-lose situation. And thanks to their dumb coach, they might be in a lose-lose situation. Keys to victory. Try to, um, this both travel on Justin Herbert first playoff game. Justin Herbert Cannot turn the ball over like I just said. Trevor Lawrence. He have to score points. Last week, against Tennessee Titans, he couldn't. Couldn't score much on offense. Who I'm picking? As much as I love Jacksonville, as much as I would love to pick them, even though they dominated them this early in the season, Charge is basically the better and the most talented team I will go with the L.A. Chargers. Sunday matchups. The Miami, her, the, I will almost said Hurricane. I got a flashback, guys. The Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills. Now, even though Tua is already ruled out, is there any way Miami can beat the The Buffalo Bills. It is a way. It really is. If they do two things. Don't turn the ball over and score more than 30 points. Which is two things I don't see happening. Buffalo keys to victory. Josh Allen, please do not turn the ball over in the red zone. Please do not turn the ball over red zone. Run game have to be... Um, the run game have to be a big thing. 
Miami's not good on um, defense. They're not that good to me. Um, key matchup is, of course, Buffalo Bills secondary against Tyreek Hill. Even though they got Thompson as a quarterback, I think he's still going to get the ball. It's, it's not even that he gets the ball. It's what he do after the ball. The man have the quickest feet i ever seen. My pick of winning this game is, is fair. It's, cle- it's clearly the Buffalo Bills. I got the Buffalo Bills winning this game probably big. Um, the New York Giants and the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings is the luckiest team in the playoff. Let's be honest. They keys to victory. Running the ball. The key matchup is who um, J- um, Justin um, Jefferson against Giants secondary. He will have a field day probably. And, of course, the New York Giants, they only match up. The most important matchup is Daniel Jones against the Minnesota Vikings defense, which is they only key to victory is to me personally is to give the ball to Saquon Barkley because let him do what he do. This game could be low scoring. It could be low scoring because both defenses kind of decent. But now it's time for my pick, and I will go with the Minnesota Vikings by default. Because the New York Giants is not that good. I cannot trust Daniel Jones in his first playoff game. I just don't trust. The Baltimore Ravens and the um, Cleveland um, the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow. Um, the only keys to victory for the, the Cincinnati Bengals is Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase connection. T. Higgins and um, what's the other guy? Boer. If they, if they all three, if those three get off, you can say goodbye to the Baltimore Ravens. Key matchup for the Baltimore Ravens. I don't know if Lamar Jackson is playing or not. I'm sure he probably not. But it's their quarterback. You can't turn the ball over, buddy. You can't just can't turn the ball over. Can't turn the ball over. Um, the matchup that I'm watching is um, um, Mitson. Hitson, Mitson, Mitson. Basically, um, Cincinnati running backs. Um, I think they will probably have a big game, especially in the backfield, running the ball in, catching the ball, little screen plays. Um, I have Cincinnati winning this game. I just think this game might get ugly early. Um, and of course, the finale of the game, we both, we everybody probably wait to see. I'm not because it's on Monday. That's the only reason. Dallas and Tampa. Now, let's be honest. Tampa Bay have had a horrible season all year long in a horrible division. Um, they hosting this game. I believe NFL need to really, you know, change the rules about these losing records. Once you, if you have a losing record, you should not be hosting a playoff game. They have to um, enforce that at some point. Um, Dallas Cowboys is clearly the better team. They keep they they keep matchups. They they front four against Tom Brady. The matchup that I'm watching for them on that is the um, CD Lamb um, CD Lamb Dak Prescott connection. Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott have to make their um, have to make their um, presence felt, especially specifically Tony Pollard because he barely he's, he's better to me than um, Ezekiel when it comes to running in catching the ball from the backfield. Um, keys to victory for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is they 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 um they offense have to protect Tom Brady because if that defense of Dallas gets to them early and quite often it would be a long day for them as they are already struggling on defense. 
Um, defense have to make some kind of adjustments to the offense. They have to really get to that. They have to get apply pressure, apply pressure, apply pressure. Of course, I'll go with the Dallas Cowboys to win that game simply because they are a better team. That's the only reason. Clearly, they sure they're a better team, but don't be surprised. Just like the New York Giants, I would not be surprised if New York Giants beat the Minnesota Vikings, and I would not be surprised if Tampa Bay beat Dallas. That's my uh, wild card week weekend piece. Now it's over to best and worst. Ladies and gentlemen, before we get out, we're going over the best and worst of the week. The absolute worst of the week is the um, Houston Texans, the entire organization. What an embarrassment of the team to fire Lurdy Smith, knowing that he gave up the first round pick and you didn't give him too much to work with in the beginning. This will be your guys' fourth coach in four years. What an embarrassment of an organization. The best of the week is the is the entire DeMar Hamlin situation to re- get um, moved from Cincinnati Hospital to a Buffalo Hospital. Now he released from the hospital. What a tremendous story. Tremendous week to cap off the week. A uh, Week 18, the Buffalo Bills beating New England Patriots in a fashion that they did with the two kick returns. They are on another level right now. I'm sure I'm if I'm if I'm in AFC, I will watch out for the Buffalo Bills. They have just become the America's favorite to win Super Bowl um this year. That will do it for this episode of Sports Talk with Marcel. Um episode 104. I will be back next week. 104 episode 105. Same place, same time. You guys have a tremendous day and a hell of a weekend. As always be good, be great and be blessed. I'll see y'all next week.